902 Brewing Company is the official beer of the Wager Pager podcast. Our friends over at 902 are putting out some of the best local craft beer in the Garden State. Log on to 902brewing.com to check out some of our favorite beers, like Juicy City IPA and Path Pale Ale. Or come grab a growler at the 902 Brewing Company tap room opening soon on Pacific Avenue in Jersey City, New Jersey. Are you tired of losing at sports betting? Start winning with Kingpin.pro. With Kingpin.pro, you can follow proven sports bettors and handicappers. Each user is required to put in their picks prior to each game. Kingpin scores and ranks users for total winnings, not units, as well as win percentage. This gives you, the sports better, the ability to follow not just winning cappers, but more importantly, consistent winning cappers. You can easily get instant notifications of picks by downloading the Kingpin.pro iOS or Google Play app. Download the app and register with promo code WAGER. That's promo code WAGER, and you'll get a 10% discount off your purchase. Get pumped, get psyched. It's the Wager Pager podcast with Chris Rogers and Brock Landers. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Wager Pager Pod, where we talk sports gambling, make picks, and conduct must-hear interviews with some of the sharpest minds in the industry. I'm your host, Chris Rogers. You can follow me on Twitter at WagerPagerChris, and please follow the podcast on the gram and Twitter at the Wager Pager. This is Season 2, Episode 17, Special Edition, recording live from Van Voorst Film Studio here in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's right. We're coming to you from the mecca of sports gambling, our home state of New Jersey that won the Supreme Court battle and made the regulation of sports betting all possible. We have a special episode for you guys this week. It's the second annual Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza. We've got friend of the pod, Kobe Dant, from the Sports Gambling Podcast crew, returning for the second straight year to pick bowl games with us. Plus, we have a really fun and different format this year. We're going draft style. No NFL picks this week, guys, because it's Bowl Bonanza, and here he is, my co-host, one of the sharpest gamblers I know, my guy with 22 New Jersey betting outs, and someone who knows his way around the sports book. Here he is, the Eduardo Nahara of gambling Twitter, Brock Landers. Oh, Eddie Nahara. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, is he still? I think he's still coaching one of the. The, the G League teams, I guess, or whatever the minor league Mavericks uh, organization is. I had but, no idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good for uh, Eddie Nahara. Yeah. Just a scrappy guy banging in on the inside back in the day. One yeah. Of, yeah. One of the few uh, Native American uh, players in the history of NBA. Yeah. He was part of that uh, early Mavericks team where everybody was from a different country, pretty much. And uh, epic hair. He had that swooping comb over gelled so... Nicely. Uh, anyway, yes, great to be here again on another edition of the Wager Pager podcast and bowl season right around the corner. NFL playoffs rolling into town in just a couple weeks, and we got a new year. Time to uh, to win more money, hopefully, and uh, keep on the the sports betting dream here in New Jersey. 
Right on, dude. Uh, before we jump into the uh, special edition, you know, bull bonanza stuff here, what you've been doing lately? How you been doing? I, uh, my mini hot streak is over. I came back down to earth. I kind of got crushed this past weekend. And uh, I tell you what, the uh, Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins did not help at all. That was an epic bad beat. Kind of put me on tilt ever since. And uh, you know what? When we start producing merchandise next season, one of our first t-shirts is going to say, fuck Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh my God, that was brutal. I remember I was watching it on Red Zone the last 20 seconds and just seeing it happen in slow motion in the field right in front of that guy. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is monumental collapse uh, for a spread. Now, the que- what did you what did you take it at four and a half plus seven okay yeah skins. now that's I got it right before kickoff yeah that was a strange game that game moved so much during the week towards the skin side it I think was like six and a half or seven to open and the thing went all the way down to like four four and a half uh, I think the night before I wake up Sunday morning I look five and a half six six and a half sevens I was like oh. You see that reverse uh, of the uh, the line on the day of kickoff. You got you got to try to, I guess, look for the favorite there. But I mean, they they were dead that whole game. The Eagles did nothing with the ball that second half. The Skins had that game, and uh, to lose the the cover too. Oh my God! The Redskins were literally covering for fifty nine minutes and forty seconds of that freaking game, and then the. <laughs> The, the sack, strip, fumble, Ugh. touchdown with zero seconds on the board, just heartbreaking. And that's the NFL for you. Yeah. It, things can change in a in a matter of a second. And, and with the spread, forget about it. And there was also some other bad beats. Uh, that Atlanta-San Fran game was crazy towards oh, the end. Second. Two yep. controversial calls in the end zone. Uh, again, nobody still knows what a touchdown is, breaking planes and all, all kinds of stuff. And then they they get the ball back and the, the game goes over all of a sudden. I was shocked to see that. I thought Twitter blew up because of uh, the Falcons winning the game outright. And then I look and they're like, over better, somehow rejoice. But, and I'm like, I watched that play again. I'm like, oh, my God. Imagine being on both of those games, skins and the under. Oh, Brutal. Uh, just a horrible Sunday, man. I, th- I, know, I thought I was making up a little bit. I had the Cowboys rolling into the night. I, I bet Pittsburgh and Buffalo just comes out as world beaters. Buffalo, what do you think about them? You think they got a shot in the playoffs, or are they, are they uh, for real, or are they just uh, frauds? You know, it really all hinges on Josh Allen, I think. Josh Allen played a terrific game on the road uh, on prime time. That was a big, big stepping stone for him. Uh, and, you know, you look around, he doesn't have much to work with on that offense, which is crazy. It's crazy that that team has won that many games with Smurfs. that offense. But the thing is, the defense is really, really good. And, you know, I think this Saturday's game is going to be really good. Them going uh, to play the Patriots, uh, a lot of playoff implications. I know both teams are in, but the division is still wide open. And, uh, yeah, I- I'm rooting for Josh Allen. I like the guy's game a lot. I like that he could just, you know, decide to take off pick up some extra yards. He's a gamer. And uh, I also like their coach. I, I really like McDermott. I think he's done a really good job since he's been there. And he's one of those under-the-radar coaches that not a lot of people talk about when you talk about good NFL head coaches. Um, and, and let's talk, too, how bad was Oakland this week? How do you lose to a team in your last game at home? The crowd is there. You've been hyping this game up for weeks that it's the last game. 
You get a flat Jaguars team that's been getting destroyed week after week. They're saying that the locker room is just lost. People are getting fired. They're up 16-3, to I think, going into the half. And then the mustache comes back. Jacksonville drives down the field in the fourth quarter, and Derek Carr uh, boot off the field with the rest of the Raiders as they're going around shaking people's hands. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. What, what a dysfunctional organization. You yeah. think the Knicks are bad, man. The Raiders, too. Jesus. Weird stuff. Hopefully they uh, turn the leaf once they go to Vegas. Uh, speaking of last performances in uh, stadiums, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, my guy Eli Manning. He hasn't been so good to me the last couple of years, but uh, New York Giants football legend. I mean, what a great thing to see. Just the, uh, They took him out an extra minute before the game ended just so he could get the curtain call and the crowd's going nuts. It was a good thing to see for Eli. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, just, you know, good stuff, guys. But I, I don't know. I think Unless we got anything else, I think that's all we got to say about NFL this week because we're not even picking games. It's uh, college football bowl season. There's nothing better than bowl season. You got games every day for like three weeks straight, culminating with the college football playoff on the 28th, and then the the New Year's Six games on on January 1st. And how how you feeling going into college football bowl season, Brock? I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, uh, the the thing is too, there's so many games. They're at weird times. So if I could give any advice out there. Relax. Don't go crazy on those first couple games because it's a bowl game and, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon and you're off of work early and you want to, you know. <laughs> there, there's a ton of stuff to bet and you've got a, a long way to go here and especially, too, at the holidays. You know, everybody's a little, you know, buying gifts and strapped for cash and stuff like that. So don't bet over your head. There's plenty of games to go. The other thing, too, you got to watch out. These games are all marquee games. They're all televised. So you're going to get a lot of that, that public money that's going to come in. And the thing is, too, when you have such public money involved and people are looking forward to these games, these lines are going to be almost like NFL lines. They're going to be to the point where they're almost perfect. So be weary of that and uh, have fun. You know, you've got plenty of outs here in New Jersey. Download the apps. Look for those good numbers. And uh, hopefully everybody cashes some tickets this holiday season. Excellent points there, Brock, about the bowl season. Uh, definitely some weird, funky stuff going on, guys. You got to always check out who's in, who's playing. Some players hurt, some players sitting out for the NFL, coaching changes, things like that. Some teams playing in their own backyard, de facto home games, weather, exotic locations, teams being distracted, tons of stuff to think about, guys. But that's why we're here. It's the uh, Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza 2019. We got a really fun guest, Kobe Dan from the Sports Gambling Podcast crew is back for the second straight year to pick games, baby. Get pumped. Get psyched. It's the Wager Pager Podcast. All right, guys, this week's guest is making his record-tying third appearance on the pod. He's up there in the ranks with Spread Investor and Whale Capper. You may know him as the college football and college basketball expert from sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He's a sports better by day, stand-up comedian by night, and host of the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Here he is, friend of the pod, Colby Dant. You guys can follow Colby on Twitter, at the Colby D. What's up, my guy? Welcome back to the Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza 2019. Thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be back. I'm excited. You know, such a great time of year. You got the Bahamas Bowl kicking off. Like, you know, these bowl games, some of them are hitting at like 
noon out here in LA on like a Monday or Tuesday. I mean, what better what better way to have things going? You could just throw a, throw a bet on some game going on in, in, in the Bahamas or the Chimichanga Bowl or something, and it's great, right? <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Let me ask you before we get started, any uh, run-ins with Jessica Alba lately? Uh, you know, my, my squirrel's waiting for me, man. She's waiting for me. I haven't had any run-ins. I'm, I'm waiting for the perfect timing is everything in life, you know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt. You mentioned off air you're dating a nice uh, n- a new girl. Uh, why don't you tell us about that from uh, down south? Yeah, I'm, I'm dating, I'm dating a, uh, an actress from Colombia. So I'm working on, uh, you know, getting my cocaine farm together. <laughs> working on it. Uh, it's gonna be, we're going to do coffee and cocaine. If you guys want to come down there, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you guys around. But I've already looked at some real estate. Things are going good, you know? Hey, coffee and cocaine, it's a winning combination, bro. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce you to my new co-host here. This is Brock Landers, not of Boogie Nights fame, of gambling Twitter fame. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Uh, looking forward to uh, going over some of these bowl games with you. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's win some money. All right, we mentioned at the top we got a little bit of a different format this year. I wanted to switch it up, make it a little more fun for the listeners. You know, everybody does the show. They go through each game, and, you know, and that's great. But we're going to be picking from this pool of 42 bulls, Colby, Brock, and I. We're going to pick six picks each. We're going to go around the table, round robin, kind of like a fantasy draft. We're going to pick one game each. Once the game is off the board, you cannot use that game anymore. We're going to let Colby go first. You guys can follow Colby on Twitter, at the Colby D. We're going to let Colby go first because he's the guest. And uh, me and Brock, Brock and I, are going to flip a quarter right now to see who's going second. Is that a fair quarter? Let's see. We got a uh, George Washington on the front. And what do you know? Nevada on the back. All right. Maybe that's a sign. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Let's flip it here. Uh, you call it. Tails. Tails it is. All right. Brock's, Brock is going to go second. Colby Dant, why don't you kick off here the 2019 Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza. What is your first draft pick? Uh, and this is all ATS, right? Yeah, all ATS. Let's stay away from totals. Uh, just uh, picking the games against the spread, baby. All right. Well, my, my first pick will then be I am going to take SMU minus three in Boca Raton Ooh. in the Boca Raton Bowl. They got Lane Kiffin's gone. He's in he's in Oxford, Mississippi now. I know this is a home game for for, for FAU, but that's a, why would they get excited? They're not going anywhere new. It's a home game for them. So I think SMU is just a much better team, and I actually think they mismatched these games. I think SMU should have been should have been playing a much better team. So I got SMU minus the three in the Boca Raton Bowl. Kobe Dant, SMU minus three with the first pick of the Wager Pager 2019 College Football Bowl Bonanza. Before we move on here to Brock and his first selection, let's work out some stakes here, guys. Uh, I think Brock and I are going to make it out to Vegas and maybe Los Angeles this summer. How about we do uh, first place chills, second place buys drinks, third place maybe buys dinner when, when the three of us all get together one day? Deal. What do you think, Brock? Deal. Sounds good to me. I won't miss a free meal anywhere in the, the United States, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, Brock, what's uh, your pick here? First pick, pick number two of the draft. Yeah, Chris, we're going to stay close to home here. We're going to go to the Pinstripe Bowl 
Yankee Stadium on uh, Friday the 27th, Michigan State playing Wake Forest. I'm going to lay the favorite here. I'm going to lay the Michigan State Spartans. I'm seeing three and a half out there still, some fours at some of the sharper books. And, uh, yeah, I, I think you're going to get uh, people look at the better record there with Wake Forest, and uh, you might get some some basically like a, a public dog there maybe, something like that. But I think Michigan State, uh, no problem in this one. Uh, take the three and a half, take the four, and uh, hopefully head to the window. Right on, Brock Landers. You guys can follow him on Twitter at BrockLanders41. And you can follow me on Twitter at WagerPagerChris. Here is my first pick of the draft here. We're dropping this episode on Friday morning, so hopefully people get the chance to take a listen here. I'm going Friday, December 20th, the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. I'm taking the Charlotte 49ers plus six and a half. This is going to be uh, somewhat of a trend here in my handicapping throughout this contest, throughout this draft. I'm going to be fading the Mac, fellas. One and five last year in bowls, one and eight the year before in bowls, 40 and 70 lifetime in bowl games, teams from the Mac Conference. There's uh, reported very high wins at this game. I saw that from our boy Joey Toons, our, our, uh, our guest from last week. This game opened at four and a half, so I'm getting an extra two points here already in the market. Give me Charlotte plus six and a half. Colby, what are you looking at, brother? Nice. I like that. I like that play. I'm going to take you. Uh, I'm going to take you out here to uh, Pasadena, California, in the Rose Bowl. Oregon catching points against uh, against Wisconsin. I think Oregon's just a better team than Wisconsin on all accounts. Give me Oregon plus the two and a half in the Rose Bowl. Wisconsin still can't throw the ball. Oregon actually not like the Oregon teams of the past. They do have great defensive tackles. Uh, they should be able to stop that run quite a bit and make Wisconsin throw the ball. I like what we got going now. I know I, I I'm always nervous with the bowl games. Is Herbert going to play? Is, is you know certain players going to announce they're sitting out after we make these picks? Even if not, I like their backup quarterback. Uh, they'll they'll find out a lot about him next year. But give me Oregon and the Ducks with the points. Quack attack, love it, love it. I think you just knocked one of my plays off my board. But that's what's Ooh. fun about this uh, draft format. Uh, Brock Landers, what's your second pick here, my friend? Yeah, guys, game number two on my list here. Uh, let's go to a game, Chris. It's going to be coming up this Saturday, the 21st, 530. Uh, we're going to look over to the, uh, I believe I'm saying this right, the Camellia Bowl, uh, Florida International playing Arkansas State. Uh, that game is going to be in Alabama. This thing opened up three. I'm seeing it down to two and a half, uh, even two in some places. Uh FIU to come off that three, there's got to be some pretty sharp money there. If you want, buy it back to three uh, with the hook or play the money line. I think FIU comes to play in this game, and uh, Arkansas State will be overmatched. I like FIU plus three or the money line. FIU, love it. Very tremendous stuff, guys, from Brock Landers. You can follow him on Twitter at BrockLanders41. I'm going to my next game here. It's Saturday, December 28th. It's not part of the college football bowl tournament or the invitational like you say right Colby (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) uh Saturday December 28th I'm taking the Iowa Hawkeyes here plus three and a half versus Notre Dame all right and you might even want to sprinkle a little bit on that money line Iowa State is a tough team dude they've lost really close games all year hear me out they lost the Baylor by two the Oklahoma State by seven the Iowa by one the Oklahoma by one and the Kansas State by ten Give me the freaking Cyclones plus three and a half. 
I like, I that. like that play. Yeah, I like that play a lot too, Chris. That was on my board towards the end here. Plus three and a half. Uh, I think that's a, a solid pick. Is, is, it, is it me? Yep. I'm going to take you to the Music City Bowl on uh, Monday, December 30th. Mississippi State's very fortunate to be in a bowl game. Ah. I don't think I don't think they deserve to be in a bowl game. I think the eight-game conference schedule got them into a bowl game. And uh, I think Louisville's trending in the right direction. Now, I know Louisville recently got killed by Kentucky, but Kentucky, I think, is better than Mississippi State as well. Um, I know they matched up earlier in the year, but give me the Cardinals and, and Scott Satterfield and the Music City Bowl to take – give me the four points. But I think money line. this is a money line play as well. I think Louisville is the better team. Damn, Colby, my guy, you knocked another one off my board there. I love that play. I love that play. Um, we're going to have to tell you on here. That's the best part of this format. We're going to be coming up with basically our 18 best picks right. you know, for the show and you know, something for the fans to follow or fade. Brock Landers, what are you looking at next? Game number three here, guys. This game I already played. Uh, the number did move a little bit, uh, but we're going to go December 26th down to Shreveport, Louisiana. It's the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Louisiana Tech playing Miami. Uh, I took the dog here. I took Louisiana Tech plus seven. I'm still seeing six and a half around there. Uh, I think this is a good spot for them. They're going to be in their home. Love it. Yeah, they're going to be in their home state. And uh, right after Christmas. Can't ask for much more than that uh, being home for Christmas. So, Give me the L.A. Tech Bulldogs. I mean, you're going to tell me Miami's going to be excited to go to Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm not buying it. Love that play. Nice, nice. All right. We got some uh, followers. All right. Right on, dude. Uh, okay, moving in here. This is my uh, third pick, I believe, on the board. I'm taking you guys out to Honolulu. To the Hawaii Bowl, my friends. I was looking at this game, but I want to see what side you're going with I'm here. taking Hawaii, the home, the de facto home team, the Rainbow Warriors. I like QB it. QB Cole McDonald with the blonde dreads. Now, Colby, you know this. You usually don't trust a guy with blonde dreads with money, much anything but weed, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but Cole McDonald is going to smoke this place up that day. Uh, BYU is probably going to be happy just to be there in Honolulu. They're probably going to be partying and soaking up the sun, if you know what I mean, Colby. <laughs> oh, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Those guys uh, like, like I- to soak out there. Give me Hawaii plus two, my friends. Hawaii plus two. Not bad. Not a bad move. I'm on the other side of that, but I, I, I can see it being a close game. Um, I'm going to take you to where are we going here? Let's go. Let me go to the college football playoffs. Ooh. I am taking the Sooners plus 14. You cannot. The flaw of the, uh, of the LSU team is their defense. I know they have Dave Aranda. I think he's a very good defensive coordinator, but let's be honest, they've been lit up by several teams. And guess what? You're, you're facing the best offensive mind, maybe in all of college football right now, and you're giving him a month to prepare. And with a month to prepare, I love Oklahoma plus 14 points. Dare I say, sprinkle some on the money line. Like I think LSU's been the best team in college football this year. But you're giving Lincoln Riley a month to prepare. Jalen Hurts got to see, go to Heisman, go to the Heisman see Everyone loved Burrow. A lot of motivation for the Sooners. Boomer Sooner, I like that. I like that play a lot. And, you know, they were happy to uh, to get in there in the end with the uh, the Baylor game. So I think that's a great side. I, I like that too. All right, Chris, I'm up here. Uh, let's see. I'm at number four right now. This is going to be my fourth pick. 
We're going to go to uh, New Year's Eve, 2 o'clock game. Uh, we're going to go look over at, I like the name of this bowl too a lot, it's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Got the Florida State Seminoles going to play Arizona State down in El Paso, 2 o'clock. I don't know if you had this game, Chris, but I'm going to ride with the Seminoles here. I feel like Arizona. Really? Yeah, I feel like. I'm surprised. I feel like Arizona, whenever they're favored to win, seems to never get it done. They're better dogs, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, true. I figure FSU, they should be able to to travel here. Uh, it's New Year's Eve, and, you know, I saw this line go from six down to four, and, you know, I, I just think that you're going to a, a good dog here uh, with a chance to win outright. So give me the Florida State Seminoles plus four and a half. I, I think that's a solid play. I mean, I mean I, I'm a little nervous because of Cam Akers that he's sitting out, but Arizona State is missing uh, Benjamin sitting out, their top receiver sitting out. Uh, and I believe there's a defender that's sitting out. So they have, a, I mean, it's really hard to handicap these games. So I'm more inclined to take points when I know half the team is missing or half your or a lot of your key players are missing. Right on. Good point, Colby. You guys can follow Colby on Twitter at the Colby D. I'm going for my next pick here. What is this? Fourth round? Uh, let's see, Chris. I have, uh, yeah, this is four. I just made All my right. fourth. Yeah. My fourth pick on the board here. I want to take you fellas to the Cotton Bowl on uh, January 1st, right? Come on. Now this line opened at six and a half. We're already getting extra juice here in the market. I'm taking the Memphis Tigers plus seven. Okay. Can, can Penn State get up for Memphis? I don't know. This is kind of like Memphis's Super Bowl here. It's their first time in a New York, uh, a New Year's Six Bowl. Memphis is playing under newly anointed head coach Ryan Silverfield, was a former interim guy, and this team's going to want to play for him and put uh, prove themselves against a, a tougher opponent. Man, give me Memphis Tigers plus seven on New Year's Day. Chris, that was going to be one of my my picks, so I like it. I'm in agreement with it. All right, I think we're uh, wrapped around to Mr. Colby Dance. What are you looking at, my friend? I'm going to take you to the Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. <clears throat> I'm all over the Tennessee Volunteers here. They're hot. And uh, Indiana just lost their offensive coordinator to Fresno State, the head coaching opportunity. And uh, Indiana's kind of a strange team. They won eight, they've had their best year in some time, but they didn't really beat a lot of quality teams. So I, I think Tennessee's hot. I think Tennessee's headed in the right direction. Those fans will travel. I don't even know if Indiana football has fans. Give me Tennessee minus a point and a half in the Tax Slayer Bowl. The Volunteers, right on, dude. Uh, loving it. Might have to tell you there again, Brock Landers. What are you looking at here? Fifth round pick in the Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza 2019. Yeah, we're going to go to, uh, I don't believe anybody used this one yet, but one of the uh, more marquee bowl games, uh, the All-State Sugar Bowl. Uh, playing down there in the Superdome, Georgia versus Baylor. Um, guys, it's simple for me. I'm going to take the dog with the points here. I'm going to take Baylor. I think Baylor's got a shot to win this game outright. I think Georgia, you know, the last couple weeks of the season there, not playing their best football. They got knocked out of the playoff there. And Baylor, last time I saw them, they looked pretty good. So I'm going to ride with Baylor here, getting the points. Uh, it has moved a little bit from nine, eight and a half down to seven. I still think seven's a solid play here. The Baylor Bears. All right, brother. Uh, fifth and uh, final pick of this round here. 
I'm bringing you guys to Saturday, December 21st. I said it earlier in the broadcast. Fade the Mac, okay? Fade the Mac. I don't think I've picked one favorite yet, so I'm going to uh, the chalk side of the board. Give me San Diego State. Minus three and a half, okay? They, this, this line opened at four and a half, already getting an extra point here in the market. I, I love head coach Rocky Long. You got the number 12 defense in the nation who can shut down Central Michigan's run, all right? Central Michigan, interesting stat here. They're 8-0 when they rush for over 135 yards, and they're 0-5 when they rush for under 135 yards. Only one team has ran over 135 yards against San Diego State this year. That was Wyoming in a loss. Give me the Aztecs, minus 3.5. Nice. That that was actually on my uh, my board, so you stole one from me there. I like that. Are we are we at the final round? Are we doing six or seven? Six, right? I think we yeah we're gonna do six. This is the final round already. Should we do a bonus round, guys? I mean, I'm game for whatever. I uh, you know I could do this all day. All right, let's push <laughs> it on. Let's push it to seven. We're gonna we're beginning six. We'll do an extra bonus round. Kobe, kick it off. Who you got round six? All right, I'm going to take you to the day after Christmas, and I know you said trade the Mac, and look, the Mac is good for winning one, one, <laughs> right? So yeah. Give me the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Look, Chris Creighton, love the toughness on this team. Uh, they've had a history of beating Power 5 teams. You can look this past year. Illinois is a bowl team. Eastern Michigan came into Champaign, Illinois, got the win. Eastern Michigan last year came into Purdue, who went bowling, got the win. And the year prior, they beat Rutgers at Rutgers. Now, Rutgers wasn't a bowl team, but still, they've done this three straight years, and they know how to beat a Power Five. So Pittsburgh's coming into Detroit, Michigan. Can't be too motivated to go to Detroit. Eastern Michigan's college campus is 48 minutes away from Detroit. Home game almost. Give me Eastern Michigan and the 11 points against Pittsburgh. Very nice. Very nice. I was actually looking at that, and I'm thinking about playing Pittsburgh, but I got scared off, so I could definitely see what you're saying with Eastern Michigan there. Uh, Brock Landers, pick number six, second-to-last round here. Wager pager, college football, bowl bonanza, 2019. What are you looking at, brother? We're going to go with a tremendous underdog here, and I'm telling you, sprinkle money line here. I already played this game, moved a little bit, but it's going to be on December 27th. It's the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. Uh, it's North Carolina Ooh. playing Temple. I'm all in on the dog here in Maryland. Give me Temple. Uh, played it at five, down to about four right now. Uh, I think they're going to uh, pull off a major upset here on the 27th of December. Very nice. Like very nice. Kobe's on it. If Kobe's on it, you like it. I'm going to have to tail it, too. Here we go. Uh, round six. This is my uh, the final pick of round six here, my sixth pick of the draft. Guys, I don't know how none of you guys picked this yet. I'm talking about the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 21st. The Washington Huskies favored by minus three and a half versus Boise State. Hedge co uh, head coach Chris Peterson just recently stepped down. This is going to be his last game. He's coaching with the squad. I think these guys send him out with a big win on the Smurf turf. Oh, no, sorry. It's in Vegas. What am I talking about, Smurf turf? In Vegas, baby. Give me the fucking Washington Huskies. Minus three and a half. Very nice. Very nice. I love that play because it's the send-off game. I almost, ha I almost had that on my uh, – all right. I did have it on my short list. But I, I am nervous that just because Washington's let me down a few times this year. But I, I do like that play. Right on, right on. So now we're uh, moving on to 
the bonus round, the final round, round seven here in college football, Bowl Bonanza 2019, Mr. Kobe Dant. You guys can follow him on Twitter, at the Kobe D. What are you looking at here for your bonus play? I'm taking you to Phoenix, Arizona. Look, I know my heart's involved with this, but I'm a, you know, I'm a wazoo guy. Washington <laughs> State getting three points in Phoenix. I love this. This game's going to be exciting just because I love the contrast of triple option against the air raid. Both very similar offenses in, in many ways, but opposites completely in, in, in the way you defend them. So I'm going to take Washington State plus the three points in my guy Mike Leach to get this done. Very cool, dude. We actually mentioned that a few weeks back on the pod, but why don't you uh, elaborate on that for the listeners? Tell us a little bit about your relationship with Mike Leach and the Wazoo Cougars. Uh, he's a friend of the program, Sports Gambling Podcast, and the and the college experience. And uh, he had us up there as a as a guest uh, a few weeks back in November. To he's been on our show a couple times, and uh, yeah, had us up to Pullman, showed us around. Great guy, loved the university, loved the people there. That so I mean, I'm I'm, I'm plugged into the program, I'm dialed in. I, I saw them, uh, you know, uh, get one of their key wins to clinch a bowl live. Got to do the practice meet Steve Spurrier. You know, his son is also on the staff with Mike Leach. And, uh, yeah, I just think that this offense will fire. And, and, and as much as I love Troy Calhoun and Air Force, uh, I see this being a close game. I mean, Colorado and uh, Air Force played a, a really close game earlier in the year where Colorado actually should have won. They missed the extra point, which sent the game – by them missing that extra point, sent, sent it into overtime. So uh, Washington State, I think, is better than Colorado. I think they present some some matchup problems uh, for the Air Force defense, but Air Force uh, should make it a game because they're they, they triple option controls the clock, you know. So, but I, but I think take three points, take Washington State, Anthony Gordon still for 500 yards. Yeah, dude, always tough to uh, prepare for that triple option, but I agree. I love Anthony Gordon, man. I've been telling these guys all year. I think he's like a fifth, sixth round pick in the draft, man. You can see him in the league one day. I was in the press box. Uh, watching when I was up there in Pullman and I was sitting next to the NFL scout. He was actually a scout for the Washington Redskins, but he was saying that uh, with Minshew's success, Gordon for sure, uh, he is a stronger arm than Minshew, so they think that uh, he'll be an, an even higher draft pick than Minshew was. So, Hey, man. Good thought. Hey, I got a career as an NFL uh, scout, not just a podcaster. Brock Landers, seventh round, bonus round, last pick. What game are you looking at here, my friend? Yeah, we're going to go to uh, a game here that's scheduled for, uh, it's going to be on the 31st of December, uh, New Year's Eve. It's uh, taking place at Arizona Stadium, Stadium, Tucson, Arizona, 430 uh, here on the East Coast. Wyoming taking on Georgia State. I'm going to take the points here with Georgia State. Uh, I liked what I saw from them this season. I think it's a good spot for them catching seven. Uh, line moved uh, a little bit from seven and a half to six, back up to seven. Uh, no reason why if this thing gets maybe to seven and a half, grab it because the thing might close somewhere around six and a half. So take a chance with Georgia State on New Year's Eve. I actually love that play, and as a guy who who had a ticket for uh, who had a ticket for uh, Wyoming over five wins that cashed pretty early. Nice. Wyoming's Wyoming's starting quarterback Sean Chambers got injured in uh, late October, 
and he was out for the year, and I just saw that their backup announced he was transferring. So I don't know who was starting this game unless Chambers is somehow back that fast, which I don't think so. I think it was a pretty bad injury. So you might be on the third-string quarterback for Wyoming. So I like that play. Awesome. I feel a lot more confident now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think this is the last and final pick here in the Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza, round seven, bonus round. Um did, no one took the Cowboys of Oklahoma State yet, right? No. Colby, you didn't, you didn't take that, right? I got two games left on my board. I'm deciding between it's either Oklahoma State or Georgia Southern, guys. And I'm going to go with the dog. Friday, December 27th, Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. This game opened at 5. It's already moved to 7. Two extra points on the market there. The Cowboys are tremendous under uh, Mike Gundy in bowl games this year. The mullet winning three straight and 7-9 total as their, as their head coach. You can throw on the Aggies. Their secondary is a little suspect. And QB Drew Brown is averaging eight yards per throw. Give me Oklahoma State plus seven. Yeah, I like that pick a lot, Chris. And I'm seeing now that that seven is juiced in some of the sharper books, and they're begging you to take the favorite at this point. So that means that, that game's probably going to go to six and a half, six pretty soon. So I'm with you on that one, Oklahoma State for sure. I, I agree, man, with uh, A&M. Kellen Mond has been a liability all year. So, um, I, I and, and I just saw that Chubba Hubbard announced he was playing in that game for Oklahoma State, so that's huge. Chubba Hubbard, one of the better names in college football. All right, guys, I think that's it. I can't believe we ran through it that fast. We ran through 18 picks in, like, under 30 minutes here, but these are, like, some of the 18 hottest picks that you guys can find on the Internet Brocklanders, anything to say before we uh, wrap up the show right here? No, this was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, not too much arguing as far as who got what bowls. And I think everybody's pretty confident with their handicaps. And uh, hopefully that translates to money in people's pockets here for uh, this bowl season. And uh, it was awesome uh, having our guest on here today, a third guy to mix it up with. Colby Dant, friend of the podcast, bro. Thanks for being back. Anything to plug here before we let you go? Um, check out the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and uh, uh, I got to get you guys down to my cocaine farm down in Columbia. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, we'd love to uh, go and partake. Uh, we know you're on, <laughs> you know, you're on tour constantly around the country. Any any East Coast shows coming up with the uh, stand up comedy? Uh, I'm aiming, I'm aiming for sometime in like March or April to to hit uh, DC and New York, but uh, it, I can't say for sure. Uh, I also, because uh, I know I'm going to, I think, uh, New Mexico and Indianapolis prior to then. So, but I, I, I'm pretty sure at some point in the next six months I'll be in D.C. and New York and maybe even Boston. Dude, that would be so sick. If you ever make it to New York, we'll be in the, the freaking front row screaming, let it ride. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, guys. That was Colby Dant from SportsGamblingPodcast.com. He's a sports better by day and stand-up comedian by night and the host of the College Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow him on Twitter at the Colby D and follow the Sports Gambling Podcast at Gambling Podcast. Colby, thanks for calling in, man. Always a pleasure, and we hope to get out to L.A. soon and settle this bet, have some dinner, drink some beers, smoke some wheat. There we go, man. <laughs> uh, hey, I hope you guys have a great holidays. Yes, you too, and Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, Kobe. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. <laughs> Take care, fellas. Looking forward to seeing how we do. 
All right, guys, there you have it. It's the Wager Pager College Football Bowl Bonanza. We gave you 21 games to take a look at. We gave you our opinions. Now it's time to cash some bets. That just about does it for this week's episode. Get pumped. Get psyched. It's the Wager Pager Podcast. That's it for Season 2, Episode 17. Special thanks to our guest, Colby Dant. Thanks to my co-host, Brock Landers. And, of course, thanks to the guys here at Van Voorst Films. And, as always, good luck, happy handicapping, and may the gambling gods look gracefully down upon you. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Don't forget to leave us a review. And please tell all your friends about the Wager Pager podcast. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Wager Pager. Also, if you or a loved one has a gambling addiction, don't be scared to seek help. You can contact the National Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. They're open 24 hours a day, and all calls and text messages are confidential. The Wager Pager Podcast is co-hosted by Chris Rogers and Brock Landers, executive produced by Van Voorst Films, edited by Van Voorst Films, co-produced by Chris Rogers and Brock Landers, created by Chris Rogers and Mercedes Barba. Music by The Morose Project, produced and written at San Francisco Music Studios. Logo designed by John Carbonella. All picks are for entertainment purposes only. These plays are not financial advice.